Welcome to the Frederick Democrats podcast, the official podcast of the Frederick County Democratic State Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and today with me is Kim Williams, who is running for alderman in the city of Frederick. Before I introduce my guest, though, I do want to note that the primary election date uh, for the city elections will be on Tuesday, September 12th, and the polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. There is early voting this year for the, uh, for the primary uh, on Friday, August 25th, and Saturday, August 26th. The general election will be held on Tuesday, November 7th. The polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. The early voting for the general election will be on Friday, October 27th, and Saturday, October 28th. For more information about the City of Frederick elections, you can go to www.cityoffrederick.com slash 150 elections. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest today, Kim Williams. Thank you, Josh, for having me. I appreciate it. I'm so glad you're here and that you're uh, able to take some time out of your day to do this podcast interview. And, you know, this is the first time that, that you've run for election. I know you've been a resident of Frederick City for a long time. Uh, and so could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe why you decided to run for Alderwoman this year? Yes. Thank you, Josh. Well, my name is Kim Williams. I'm 56 years old. I am a mother, a grandmother. Uh, I've lived in the city of Frederick for 27 years. I've lived in the same house uh, in Whittier. I have really, it's really just come to me the last couple of months of why I need to get more involved. And I think that's what's kind of sparked me, of, of course, with the uh, state of the uh, national politics as well. So I'm happy to see so many people getting involved and this is my time and uh, I feel like I'm the right person for the job. You know, and I've, I've noticed a lot of people throughout Frederick County have been getting more involved, especially progressives after, after November, myself included, you know, as I, I was appointed to the Central Committee back in March. Uh, so, and, and, and it's, it's fascinating to see all this energy and enthusiasm now from uh, progressives and Democrats within Frederick County. But so that kind of leads me into my next question, which is why do you identify as a Democrat? Well, I've, I've always been a Democrat. And the reason I think I identify with the party is because their, what their beliefs and thoughts are aligned with my own personal, um, what I think um, people have, everybody having a chance to, to, uh, to live and be peaceful and have means. And um, I think for the other party, they just really don't see that um, and, and not having a handout, but helping people to be better, be better citizens. And, and I think that's, that's why I'm a Democrat. So let's get into some of the issues that a lot of people are talking about here in Frederick. Uh, one, bulk trash. There's, uh, Frederick used to have a bulk trash service, and I think about five years ago it went away. So you've lived in Frederick while there was a bulk trash service, and you've lived in Frederick while there hasn't been a bulk trash service. Uh, what are your thoughts on this idea of bringing back bulk trash to Frederick? Well, Josh, uh, the bulk trash is a hot item. Um, I've lived here. I've enjoyed that service, and I certainly would like to see it come back. And I realize, obviously, it costs money to do that. But um, you have the folks here already. They're employed, and they're doing the work. Yeah, I just would like to, to see that, that particular item come back. And again, it, it could also lead into 
I think there's a difference between the bulk trash and people just putting out junk. Um, so I think that needs to be defined right up front. But when I enjoyed the circle, I mean, I really liked it and I'm in favor of having it come back. Uh, yeah, and I think I guess you're making reference there to the service that's kind of now in place, which is where people can drop off items, and then you know a lot of people just pick stuff up if they want it. Mm -hmm. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, sure. kind of thing, mm -hmm. uh, and then the others go to you know charity services and whatnot. But the idea of actually bringing oh. back a bulk trash right. service, mm -hmm. okay. So another topic of a lot of discussion in Frederick is that of blighted properties, and you know, there, there's several unfortunate eyesores in Frederick, uh, perhaps most notably the Asiana Restaurant mm -hmm. uh, on Market Street. Mm -hmm. But there's others, you know, throughout the, the mm -hmm. city. So what do you think, uh, as a prospective alderwoman, what can the Board of Aldermen do uh, to address this issue of blighted properties? I think the issue of blighted property is one that it's been around for a long time, and I, I think we really need to collectively as a board, and that means that from the top, the mayor and then the aldermen candidates, uh, the people who will be elected to be on the board, um, enforce rules because there are rules in place right now, except when they're if someone has a property they're not paying, it's run down, it's nothing, they give them a ticket. Um, they either go to court or, hey, maybe if they don't want to go to court, they don't go to court. And then just nothing happens. Um, we, we have to be more forceful about making sure whatever um, rules we have come down for the folks that are not doing what they're supposed to do because it's not good for the city to have this stuff just lingering around. And I guess another thing we can get into kind of talking about, you know, properties and buildings and so forth is that of uh, historic preservation. And we've seen some of our, our buildings, uh, historic buildings in Frederick kind of become dilapidated. And I, I guess maybe I can try to bridge two issues here into one, that being the downtown hotel and conference center and the future of the tannery. Uh, what what should happen there, and and how would you work with the with the state, which is of course talked about uh, giving money as allocated funds for this? Uh, thoughts on this downtown hotel and conference center? I'm in favor of that. I'm I, I think Frederick needs the city of Frederick needs a hotel and conference center downtown. I think it's that's long overdue, but um, I'm not sure about. Uh, the funding and how that's split up. I have not had a chance to really look at that and who's going to be paying for what. And, and of course, obviously, you're going to have buildings being constructed. But in addition to that, what else needs to happen? The roads need to be improved. Um, infrastructure coming, streets coming in and out of, you know, where it's going to be. So I think it's important to look at the whole picture and not just the conference center and, and the hotel. So, and and I've noted several meetings that that I've attended where people have talked about this. You know, the traffic issue and and the infrastructure there. So, it's, I I think it's a really good thing that you're bringing that up. Mm -hmm. um, so, I guess another thing we could look at, and this is kind of a national issue, but certainly Frederick is not immune from it, is that of the opioid crisis, and our our, our hospital has been you know, plagued with dealing with this and, and also our, our police force. And so what, how can we deal with the opioid crisis in the city of Frederick? Well, Josh, I, I think it's not just a, a police issue. It's not just a hospital issue. It's a, 
single person issue, it's a family issue, it's a community issue, it's a state issue, it's a national issue. Um, so we have to really look back and reach back and try to figure out how did this person get in this situation? Um, were they drug addicts? Were, did they lose jobs? Were they, we don't know, right? Everybody has a story. We don't know what happened to that person and how they got to where, where they, they're at. Sure, the police gets involved, you know, if somebody's overdosed or, but I, I, I think it's, it's bigger than just a small single person issue. We, we all have to kind of pitch in and, and figure out how do we get this person help? You know, some of our so social services, obviously, if someone has no care, how, how do they get care? How, how is the Narcam given to them that could possibly save their lives? Where and when? So, yeah, it's, it, it is a big issue, and uh, I, I think there are things in place that we could do to, to help the people. Yeah, and it, and it really seems like every municipality uh, across the country is trying to figure out how best to deal with this. Mm -hmm. But let's go into economic growth. You know, Frederick, I, I've always thought we have this fantastic problem, and that is that people want to be here. People want to live here. They want to move here. Uh, and so job creation becomes an issue. How would you, on the Board of Aldermen, uh, help promote economic growth and development in Frederick City? Well, we really want to let everybody know that Frederick is open for business. You want to be able to attract the bigger companies to come here. They want to have a place just like Frederick where um, they could, you know, set up a company and they can bring in their employees here. And, you know, they would like, we have a lot to offer, you know, downtown Carroll Creek and um, some of the activities that we have here, you know, in the streets. And this, this is the kind of place that people like come from D.C., oh, let's go to Frederick, and, you know, we really want to have a good time. We'll go down Antiques Row. We're going to just go have dinner and walk on. I mean, it's it's a good place to live. It could be an even better place. But we don't want to forget about what really sustains this country is small businesses. We want to make sure that people can, they do want to open small businesses here in Frederick. And, you know, people want to live and work in the same place. But yeah, it's a great city, but it, it has room for improvement. Yeah, and certainly I think anybody that takes the time to go through downtown Frederick very quickly sees all the, the small kind of boutique stores and everything, mm -hmm. uh, as well as the local restaurants and everything, and you know a lack of, of chain restaurants and so <laughs> forth, I guess. Um, so I, I guess another thing we could talk about here is uh, livability and affordability of Frederick, since we've you know kind of talked a little bit here about economic growth. You know, one of the the things that people take uh, a lot of interest in is making sure that you know once they're here, they can stay here. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of young professionals that want to stay here. That's a lot of talent, a lot of young, educated people that want to stay here, and we certainly don't want to lose that talent. We have also have a, a growing senior population in, in Frederick, and also you know middle-income people that are trying to, to just make ends meet mm -hmm. and, and stay here. So what what can we do to try and improve Frederick as, as a livable community with affordable housing? Because I've lived here for so long, I've seen you know different areas. I, obviously, I know very well where I live. I live in NAC 6, but I'm not as familiar with some of the other NACs and what goes on there. But I know they've tried to do some stuff where they've torn down uh, housing projects and, and put up 
you know, new ones. So people have that feeling of pride of where they live. But I think uh, affordability is very important. Um, you can't tear down somebody's house where they've been in for generations and put up something that costs them three times as much that they can't afford. So now they got to move out. They got to move to go to somewhere else. And we want to make sure that the people are working here, making a decent salary, that they can live here, keep their families here, their elders here. Um, affordability, I think housing affordability is, is it's a partnership. I mean, we have programs in place that could help help those that may need a little extra help. But we also talk about seniors who, who aren't going to be out in the workforce anymore. How do we get them to stay in their places where they're at and not overburden them with taxes? And so we've got about two minutes, so I want to try to get a couple more in here. Uh, one being that <clears throat> on the issue of climate change, mm -hmm. and the United States has now pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement, uh, which you know I think you'll agree <laughs> a terrible decision on the part of our of our president. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, but because of that, because we aren't getting leadership on the issue of climate change at the federal level, a lot of states and local municipalities have now uh, taken on that to try to address it themselves. Mm -hmm. And Frederick is the second largest city in the state of Maryland. And so what can the second largest uh, city in the state do to address the, the crisis of climate change? Well, you're absolutely right about that being a bad decision on the part of our president, but um, climate change is real. Um, I don't understand why that's not at someone at that higher level, but I think as a small town, a state, we could do, you know, make sure that recycling, all the things, um, energy, wind, air, energy, um, some of the other things that can be done um, to help to help with the climate change. It's, it's definitely uh, a real issue, and I think we can band together and just make sure that we come up with smart ideas of what to do and, and not do anything. So, uh, Kim Williams, I want to thank you so much for taking time out to do the podcast today. It's been great having you. Thank you very much, and get out and vote. Yeah, uh, that that is, I think, a really important point. And I, and I haven't said this in the podcast before, but in 2013, only 23% of, uh, of eligible city voters came out and voted and definitely need everybody to come out and do their civic duty. Absolutely. <laughs> For more information on the Frederick County Democratic Party, you can go to www.frederickdemocrats.org. And the music for this podcast was composed and performed by David Fitzwater. So until next time, Frederick, thanks so much for listening. See you next time.